Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Cryptids in Your Backyard. This is a podcast about cryptids, UFO sightings, paranormal activity, and anything that is strange and or unusual. I'm your host, Jeffrey Jameson, and I am here with my co-host, Ella Jameson. Hi. And Molly Jameson. Hi. They're both with me tonight after nobody being here last week. They're both here tonight. And we have Ghost Cat. We have Ghost Cat here. And Harry wasn't here, but he went out and is gone. Um, so we have a super exciting St. Patrick's Day episode packed filled with nothing about St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> kind of sad. <laughs> kind of sad. Kind of sad. Um, I was going to go over some... UFO news today. Lots, a lots of UFO news. Um, listen to this. Unexplained stationary orb captured today. This is new from today. And it's a video of an unexplained stationary orb. Um, let's see. I can't hear where it's coming from. There's not much. There's no volume. Um, what do you think of this, Molly? Hmm. It just looks like a. Ooh. It looks, looks like a tank. I don't oh. know. I don't know what. I there's no volume to this video. So it I don't know what's going like... on here. It's just a black spot <laughs> on a. Is it nighttime vision? Maybe okay, that one know. wasn't interesting. That one wasn't that good, folks, but there was one that was really good that I watched, and that was the mysterious light flashes and flashes strong over Moscow. Now, I watched this video, and you can watch it. It's out on YouTube, and it was by – let's see who it's by. If you just look up the mysterious light flashes that flash strong in Moscow, it will come up. It's from UFONI, UFONI, U-F-O-V-N-I. Um, it was a pretty interesting video. And it's just some some flashes that were caught over Moscow of something in the clouds. It's pretty neat. It looks like it's a cloudy day, but there's something in the cloud that keeps on flashing like an orb. And it's like sporadic all over the place. And then it would shine and then it would disappear and go... So that was a pretty compelling, pretty compelling, compelling video. What do you think of this video, Molly? Have you watched it? This Wednesday, March 16th, 2022, the Italian information portal, Fast Word News, shared on social networks an extraordinary video. According to information that was recently recorded in Russia, in a place and dates not yet determined. But they said it was Moscow. The snapshot so, exposes the presence of mysterious lights yeah, of probably yeah. non-human origin, which appeared very close to the home of the author of the video. And then One of wrong. them, in particular, emits strong flashes as if to attract attention. Yeah, two of them its there. movements are vertiginous. It goes up and down in an extraordinary way. The shot is very brief. Those strange lights just mysteriously disappeared in the analysis by slowing down the video. Huh. Hmm. 
we can see that she seemed it was that was an interesting one i, I like those saw ones an alien video on tiktok oh you did of a flying orbs flying orbs where at it was at nighttime but i'm not sure if it was because it kind of looked like like um i don't know there was like a bunch of dots and they were coming down but it looks like there was flame behind it huh. so it might have been like meteoroids or whatever mm. Like there was a tail. There was, yeah, there's tails to three of them. Mm. It could have been a meteoroid that broke up. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking because there was a lot. Yeah, that's true. But they were yellow. Mm. Like about that big. Like of yellow. Those yellow. weren't yellow. They can't though. see Those you were... when you do that. Hmm? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the audience um, can't see you. Like this. Like thing. a star in the sky. This size. No. That was Just smaller. like a star in the sky. It wasn't that small, though. Okay. A little bit bigger. The like a meteor was, that was closer. When guess what? Okay, when I walked outside from my friend's house, the moon was so big. Mm-hmm. It was like, a full moon. It was like, and it was kind of yellowish. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is wrong with that moon?" Was there something wrong with that? Yes. Did it scare you? No. It's the night of the werewolf. Because we're. That's what I was about to say. And then I looked at Godzilla, and he's doing the oh, except straight ahead. What? Like, look, look behind you. I see him. No, you, when, what, it's right there. I see him. See? Yes. He's kind of like doing a, ooh, but look, forward. Yep. He looks fantastic. We should play Finding Sasquatch. Yes. Um, it's a board game. Okay, so we have many great stories. Who wants to go first? Me. You have your story ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, she's unfolding paper. She's already written out her story. I copied it off of a thing. So you copied it off of of a site, and then Mm -hmm. instead of just reading it from that site, you wrote it word for word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a... I said I should write it. (laughs) Yes, I did. Did you research it at all, or...? No, I just looked up a story and wrote it. I okay. read, no, I read it, and then I wrote it, and then I read it, and then I read it again. Oh. Um, my handwriting was so bad, and the pen was going out, so if I struggle, I always struggle. Mm. <laughs> don't be surprised. I think I know that story throughout. No, you don't. Okay. Man photographs creature that resembles legendary Mothman of Point Pleasant. Pleasant. Mm-hmm. We want to go there and visit the statue. We'll go to the Mothman Festival. We'll get a booth there. Like we have a booth at. And I can have this. The Western North Carolina I'll Bigfoot place. Festival. I'll bring this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll be like, read it yourself. I didn't write it. I mean, I wrote it, but I didn't like. <clears throat> well, did you give credit to the author? Who's the author? I, I literally wrote it on a different piece of paper and then I lost <laughs> it. So it goes to someone on Google. Okay. Person, whoever wrote this. Good show. Okay. Point Pleasant. WV, which is West Virginia, because mm-hmm. I'm so good. WCHS slash WVAH. No clue what that stands for. No clue. Okay. Hunters in Mason County may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. I don't know what week, what month, what year this is based on. And never told me. Well, it probably told me. Okay. Carry on, young young one. The Point Pleasant Mothman is a local legend that Oh, that's a <laughs> legend that over the years has gained word 
word wide fame. Gained oh world. I just forgot the L. Gained worldwide fame. There hadn't been any recent sightings of the red-eyed creature recently, but that changed Sunday evening. I guess I do know what day. It was a Sunday evening. When a man who says he was driving alongside Route 2 saw something jump tree to tree. He pulled off to the side of the road and snapped some pictures. That's camera noise. Oh, okay. The man declined an on-camera interview, but was adamant the pictures had not been doctored. He said he recently moved to Point Pleasant for work and didn't even know about the legend. In the picture, the creature appears to have wings with tips and long legs bent at an awkward angle. Okay, I had to write awkward three times because it's so awkward, writing awkward. Writing awkward is it's just awkward. so awkward. It was it all is like, awkward. What say you, Molly? Is it awkward? Because um, you had to write, it's like A-W-K-W-A-R-V-D, not V, sorry. That's how, I guess so, but Awkward really. angle. It's pretty awkward. Lots of awkward things happen when you write the word awkward. Point Pleasant locals such as Caroline Harris believes the picture could be real because there have been so many many sightings over the years. Was there a picture on the site that you copied this from? There was. Can you send it to me? I will try. It was on my computer. Okay. Okay. Well, I would like to share it with the rest of our audience. I definitely know the Mothman is real, Harris said. This is where my moth, my not my Mothman, my handwriting got really messy. It looks like your writing got smaller and smaller. As it you did because the, the, the squares are bigger mm-hmm. and then they're smaller. Mm. She wrote it on graph paper. Yeah, the Mothman was reportedly cited in Point Pleasant by witnesses from November 15th to December 15th, 1966. So a month apart. Author John Keel Mm -hmm. popularized local folklore about the creature with his 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies. Prophecies. The book was later adapted into a 2002 feature film with the same title starring Richard Gere. So that's Sorry. called The Mothman Prophecies. Prophecies. <laughs> I don't know what channel I can find it on, but... It's a movie. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. We probably watched it. Because I remember we watched a Mothman movie. No, that was just recently. Oh. We were watching Small Town Monsters Mothman Never mind. movie. This was... Um, I'm not sure that I watched it. Came out in 2002. This came out in 2002. The movie, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe okay. it's worth checking out. Yes. That goes, Cat. Harry, not Harry. Harris has owned the Mothman Diner in Point Pleasant for 48 years. The Mothman she, Diner? Yeah. She also helped start the Mothman Festival. And when I wrote Festival, or when I saw it on the computer, Festival was in red. But I didn't have a red pen, so. Harris said there have been too many sightings of Mothman for her not to believe. 
first responders and the sheriff's department that I talked to definitely made a believer out of me, Harris said. Definitely made a believer out of me. Some believers... Oh, wait, no. Some believe Mothman is a bad omen, only appearing when catastrophe is about to strike. There have been... There have been many claims the winged... What? The winged, red-eyed creature was seen right before the Point Pleasant Sil- Silver Bridge collapsed in 1967. Yep. Yeah, we saw that on the show. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It was a tragedy. It was a tragedy. <clears throat> Carry on, young one. Harris has met many Mothman believers over the years who visit her diner. On Monday, Karen and Ralph Smith were patrons at the diner. The couple was traveling from Florida to Pennsylvania, but decided to stop off in Point Pleasant to visit the Mothman Museum. Yeah, there's a whole museum dedicated to the Mothman. Karen Smith said she hopes she can add herself into the believers category. I'm a believer. You have eyewitnesses. It does have the potential to be real, and I want to believe, Myth said. Look at Ghost Cat. Oh my gosh, Ghost Cat is attacking Molly. The Smith said the pictures look real to them. So eyewitnesses, eyewitnesses news ask Jeff Wimastay. I butchered that last name so bad. You did? I just can't read it. I don't know if that's an M, an N, or a Q. But the local Mothman experts and owner of Believe. Oh, that's a Believe. I just forgot a few words. (laughs) The Mothman Museum. That whole part in this is so bad. (laughs) Wamsley said with the mug. Oh, modern technology. It's almost impossible to know for sure if the pictures are real. Okay? They could be so messed up with. But they're not. Well, they probably are a lot of the time. (laughs) Anyways. Whether the pictures are real or not, the benefits the legend of Mothman brings to this town of Point Pleasant are very real. They are very real. Very real. Did you know that when they first found Mothman, because he had leathery wings and that feather, or not like moth-like wings, they wanted to call him Batman, but they they didn't because because Batman was famous back then. That's when the Batman show was out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good thing it brings lots of people to the area. He's here to stay, Harris said. Good job. Awesome. That was a great story. Yep. Thanks, Ella. Thanks, Ella. Really good writing. But that last part was butchered also because I was really rushing because I had to leave the house. For what? To go to town. Oh, what was in town? To hang out with friends. Oh, yeah, you've been hanging out with friends a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And Molly's been going to concerts a lot. Mm-hmm. She was at a concert it's like last summer's night. summer's already and here. And last weekend. And blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Except it's not here yet. It's basically here. No, it's not. 
Except it snowed like, <laughs> last week. Last weekend. Like what? All right. I ran into a bush today. Uh, oh my gosh. You should see my knees. My knees are all bruised up. From what? From last night's concert. Wow, People were all up, like, so I was in your business? Right um, on the stage. Mm-hmm. But oh, right people were like right behind me. Where was my it friends. at? The Great Eagle. Oh, and that's so the sta- short stage. The stage is right at my knees. Oh, yeah. So when I would dance and like uh, rock around, I would hit my knees oh, on the stage and yeah. I have a bunch of bruises on my knees. I have a bruise on my back because I got pushed into a trampoline pole. Like I was jumping off and really? it pushed me to go back on, but I hit the side of it <laughs> and I hit my back. That sounds horrible. And then fell onto a um, stump with sticks poking up because it was growing in a rock. Oh, my gosh. I have a bruise. What are you doing? My butt. What are you doing? How do you know you have a bruise on your butt? Because I was like, do I have a bruise on my butt? And I did. Okay. All right. Molly, would you like to share your story? <laughs> yes. It is about a cow... I want to say cow mutilation. Cattle mutilation. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, I guess it's a bull. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in Bear Valley, which is, I think, in North Carolina or the Blue Ridge. No, it's in Oregon. What? It's in Oregon. This is, uh, I guess, the article, like the person who's doing the article, Mm -hmm. the. the name of the thing is called the Blue Mountain Eagle, and I thought it was talking about the Blue Is that Ridge the Blue Ridge Mountains? Mountains? Yeah. Oh. I think it was Blue Mountain in, in Oregon. Oh. Okay, well, Bear Valley. A mutilated bull mysteriously turned up dead at a ranch last month. So this was uh, in March, so February. Yeah, it was it in took February. place in February. Um, interesting. With body parts removed. Mm-hmm. According to a February 28th incident report by the Oregon State Police, a rancher called a wildlife trooper to report a bull had been killed and mutilated on his ranch with its testicles, scrotum, tongue, and lips precisely removed. Precisely removed. Yes, precisely. So they want to get like anything surgically else. removed. Yes. What are you doing, Ghost Cat? You're going to get mutilated. <laughs> I'm joking. How can Ghost Cat get mutilated when it's a ghost? <laughs> From the aliens. Oh. The aliens can do anything. Yep. Um, Sergeant Eric Timko of the Oregon State Police Wildlife Division said the injuries to the bull were consistent with the pattern observed in similar cattle... I want to say whatever you said earlier. Mutilation? No, in um, your text message to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mutation. Every time I see (laughs) see mutilation. Mutilation cases. It's just puzzling, Timco said. The best word to describe it is is bizarre. Bizarre. Matt Carter, a ranch from the Crown Cattle Co., said he reported the mutilation to the Oregon State Police after discovering the dead bull roughly a quarter mile to a half a mile from his house. The cause of death is unknown. Well, 
Well, obviously it was murdered. It was murdered. Because yes. <laughs> a cow's cow, not going to... The bull was murdered. Yeah, but a cow's not going to do that to himself. No. No, the cow was like... <laughs> <laughs> no one can Surgically see removing just... its I'm own so... parts. No, they can't see me. I have no use for this anymore. So they had no clue what that means. They can't see him. No. They're just when... moving your arms around. <laughs> When Carter found the bull, it had been dead for about a day and was already decomposing. Well, already a day? And it was already decomposing? I guess so. Already That's pretty really quick, I thought. Well, no, it doesn't take much time. Because my deer heads are taking years. <gasps> Speaking of deer heads. Well, you don't uh, change out the water enough. I need to change <laughs> out the water. According to OSP, the t- 24-hour window during which a near cross near crosby near crosby mm-hmm. could have been performed on the carcass had passed it's a type of autopsy yeah carter said it was hard to imagine anyone would have come onto his property killed a bull and then cleanly cut off specific body parts according to carter with no evidence or leads to follow up for law enforcement the incident remains a mystery it's a mystery this was not the first cow mutilation on his ranch carter added yeah several years ago carter said he was almost sure one of his cows had been mutilated however he said there was no way to say with certainty because he he had, he did not get to the carcass quickly enough before flies and other sa- scavengers made it impossible to determine what happened. Wow. He said a similar simulation simulation <laughs> situation <laughs> occurred in August of 2020, uh, which is why he tries to inspect cattle's death closely when they occur. Indeed, Carter's situation is not unique. According to FBI records, since the 1970s, thousands of unexplained killings and mutilations of cattle have happened across the U.S. Last year, Wheeler County had five cases, while Harney County had four in four years. With, I wonder how many we have in Madison County. I don't know. With the previous, I haven't heard of any, but I'll keep my ears out. With the previous two occurring in May and June. The hmm. cases, according to the FBI reports, are similar to Carter's case where a cow or bull was found dead in a remote area with no signs of how someone could have made it into the area or onto the private property undetected. In most cases, authorities have not found footprints, tire tracks, or fingerprints. There is little, if any, spilled blood. Yeah, that's so and strange. There are how there no is not visible, blood. yeah, no visible puncture wounds, bullet holes, yeah, or so strangulation weird. marks. So they just like cut, cut the lips and tongue. <coughs> well, I wonder if they inject it. Like, if they're not doing an autopsy or something, what if they just slip a little needle and inject it with something? <laughs> well, it says here there are no visible puncture marks. Yeah, wounds, but, but maybe would in, you not? I mean, would you be able to find just a small, like, hypodermic needle? Probably not. On a, on a bull? You'd have to examine to, it really well. They'd have to give it so much, though. Who yeah. knows what they have? They're well, aliens. Doing, oh, yeah, aliens. Well, I thought you were talking about regular people. No, no, <laughs> aliens doing it. Yeah, or aliens have special devices to make them go to sleep. Right. 
Maybe. Mm -hmm. But why would they take the lips and tongue? And I don't know. That's what they seem to. <laughs> Maybe that's a delicacy. Taking. It could be. Maybe that's a It could be. The lips and tongue for them. Yeah, that could well, be. Did, did Ghost Cat get paint on him? Yeah. Yes, it looks like it. Look he's at him. He's got paint on him. You painted him. Did you Ella. paint the cat, Ella? No, he got in my space. Okay. He got in my space. Okay. I was trying to paint while we're doing the podcast. And Ghost Cat is everywhere. <laughs> he does have paint on him. No. He looks sad. Okay, carry on. The mutilations simply do not make sense. They don't make sense. Um, it's said that in the thousands of cattle mutilations that have occurred since the 1970s, a culprit has yet to be caught, according to FBI records. That's because it's aliens. And then one last thing. And the FBI probably knows that it's aliens and they're not telling us. Maybe, th maybe they have a deal with the aliens. They probably do. And they're like, okay, you can have your delicacy, as, and we'll keep it a secret, but don't do it too much. And you have to give us information in return. Yeah. Information. Information. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. Information Let's... about about their technology. Yes. That's why we're advancing as a human race so fast, because we're getting information from the aliens. Yeah. See? That is true. So true. So true. So true. Hashtag truth. <laughs> Hashtag truth. All right, carry on. Wait, that was it? Oh, that's it? That's it? Well, oh, that is wow. a very interesting cattle mutilation. Yeah. I haven't heard one in a long time. Okay, I have a so question for you. Sure. Both of you, actually. What is your question? Does it well, Ella, are you asking us a question? Yeah. Orange juice or what? apple juice? What? what? I mean orange juice or apple juice? Which orange one? juice. That's what I thought. What about you, Molly? Um, depends on the day. No, that's not. Yes, depends okay. on the day. Orange juice in the morning. No, orange juice all day, every day. No. But I'll take apple mm, juice. No. But apple juice, like, kind of upsets my stomach. Orange juice, I can't have too much. It's too acid. Did I say orange juice or did I say apple juice? You said apple juice upsets your stomach. Yeah. That's why I just drank some. <laughs> Alrighty. Ready? For yeah, your story? I have a story. And oh, I'm we're going to do a little break? Should we go to break? Yeah, we should break now. All right. So let's break and we'll have a word from our sponsors. <laughs> word from our sponsors. Ready? Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Wow. Woo! That was a nice break. That was a, uh, that was a good ad. That was a was very a good, good ad. That's amazing. The best ad of them all. The best ad ever. All right. So, um, man, about two weeks ago, I met these people in the Artisan, and they, they were coming for their anniversary. They had been, had been married for about 10 years now. But they stayed in the area when they got married, and we got to talking, you know, because he, he had commented on my – I was wearing my um, cryptid shirt, mm. one with Bigfoot and everything. And we started talking, and he said they had – a strange happening on their honeymoon on their honeymoon when they came and stayed in the area for their honeymoon i guess they they live fairly close by yeah outside of uh i think over in hendersonville or something but anyway 
So he shared his story of what happened, and I am going to share it with you. Ooh, thank you. Um, thank you. He did not want me to use his real name or his wife's name. So I had changed their names in the story. Jake and Paul. Jake and Paul. No, I already have the names because I already have it written out. What's their new name? Well, we'll get to it. (laughs) We don't even know their old names. Uh Well, I do, but you don't. I don't. Okay. So imagine this. Imagine this. You just got married. A young couple in love. Of all the places you could have picked to go on your honeymoon, you decide to stay in a small mountain town near the Appalachian Trail. You rented a small cabin in the woods about 15 minutes from town. You picked up some food and beverages from a quaint town and planned on spending most of your time in and around the cabin. You have already explored the area on the internet and had a vague plan of some local sites you wanted to see and some of the trails you wanted to hike. The late spring weather has been amazing with warm temperatures during the day and cooler temperatures at night. There was no rain in the forecast for the next week, so your plan was to spend a lot of time outdoors. You pull off the windy mountain road onto a gravel road that takes you up up the mountain. It's surrounded by trees and you see a set of three deer. Looks like a doe with her younglings. They dart across the road when they hear your car coming up. You come up to a cabin and notice a car there, and then you see a cleaning lady coming out carrying a basket of cleaning supplies. You pull over and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Dan, and this is Elizabeth. We're staying in cabin three. I know we're a little bit early, but is it okay to go in? Oh, the newlyweds, she says. More like, um, hmm, how can I do her voice? You do her voice. Southern drawn. Oh, the newlyweds. That sounds no. I think she's younger than that. Oh, the newlyweds. Oh, the newlyweds. <laughs> I can't. I got you. Oh, the newlyweds. <laughs> no, it's gonna have so a southern draw. Well, the newlyweds are here. <laughs> well, it's the newlyweds. She says with a southern draw. It's all set up for you, lovely people, and it looks like. You will have the street to yourself. The folks that scheduled this cabin had canceled the last minute. That's great. We'll have lots of privacy then. You will see that cabin too is no longer in service. It had caught fire at the end of last year and burnt to the ground. There are still some remnants there, but you won't be able to see it from your location. The cabins are about a quarter mile away from each other, so privacy is not an issue. Except for cabin three is across from the cemetery. My great-grandpa was buried there, but that was many years ago. And they ain't buried anybody there since the 1920s. Oh, an old cemetery. You look at your bride with a teasing twinkle in your eye. That could be creepy. We'll have to do some exploring there. Well, it is a public cemetery. But ain't never going, but ain't never go in there anymore. Just be careful, it's pretty overgrown. Okay, thank you. We'll keep an eye out for ghosts too, you chuckle as your new new wife slaps you on your leg. Let them rest in peace, she says. 
Well, if you need anything, give us a call. The number's on the door. You smile and wave your goodbye as you drive down the road. You come up to the cabin that burnt down. There isn't a lot left in the and the area is overgrown, as she had said. Then you see your, your cabin three. And you notice the cemetery directly across the road from it. There's a set of steps leading up to it. Trees surrounding it. It looks overgrown and old. The cabin looks nice, though. You pull into the small parking area in front of the cabin. You get the code for the door out of your wallet. And you're excited to carry your bride over the threshold. It's a single room cabin with a bed on one side and a couch across from the fireplace. It's not a real fireplace, it's one of the gas one, kind of generic, but easier than getting a real fire going. There's a small kitchenette with a stove and small fridge, some glasses, and a place for you to use. Some glasses and plates for you to use. There's a deck with a hot tub on it and a couple of chairs, a small table and a small grill. This is going to be amazing, you think to yourself. The deck is covered so you could see out there when it's raining. So you could stay out there when it's raining and stay dry. And lattice surrounds the area around the hot tub for privacy. But with all the trees, you really don't need the lattice. It's quite, it's a quiet evening of sitting in the hot tub and just enjoying your time together. The next day you do some hiking because there's a lot of trails in the area. You and your bride just can't believe how beautiful it is here. The trails have some amazing lookouts and there's plenty of places to stop and just take in the scenery. There are some other people on the trails, but not too many. You get back to your cabin in the early afternoon and you have a quick snack and then set off to explore the cemetery. There are many old graves starting from the early 1800s into the 1900s. Some of the graves are sunken in and there are plenty of tombstones that are weathered and crumbly. It's fairly creepy. And after reading some of the dates on the tombstones, it looks like it was a lot of kids that died in the early 1900s. You and your young bride get the chills at the same time and decide it's a good time to relax in the hot tub. You head back to your cabin. As the sun sets, you start to get dinner ready. And as darkness settles in, you eat your dinner in the chairs on the deck. You have a couple of citronella, citronella candles going that were on the deck rails, keeping the bugs away, and keep the main lights off so you don't attract many bugs. You have one lamp in the cabin, but other than that, you're surrounded by darkness. The bugs aren't too bad, but you're still getting bit every once in a while. As you're sitting there, you go back into the hot tub, and the two of you just relax and enjoy a drink. You're engaged in conversation. Then out of the corner of the eye, you notice a light. It's kind of a, a dim bluish light. It's coming over the mountain. It's pretty small at first, but as you're watching it, it seems to be growing. You point it out to your partner. She looks at it and says, is it a helicopter? Is it a helicopter? It's not making any noise if it is. It seems like it's getting bigger and bigger as it comes over the ridge and down the mountainside. As it's coming down the mountain, it looks like there's a light emitting off of the round light. So there's like this round light and then the light coming down from it. It, it looks like it's scanning the ground. And it's the same bluish color as a round light, which is now about 50 yards away. We need to hide. We need to hide. 
Elizabeth says to you in a panic. She starts to get out of the hot tub, and you're right behind her. The two of you wrap it towels around yourself, and you head into the cabin. You shut the door and turn off the light. Your heart is racing. Your bride is standing right by your side. You can feel her shaking. The two of you pull the curtain aside at the door window so you can see what this thing is doing. The light is closer now, maybe 25 yards away. It's still scanning the ground when all of a sudden it stops. You hear some sort of animal cry, and then you see a deer floating up the beam of light that is scanning the ground. It's it's the light is holding still, just sucking this deer up in slow motion. There is still no sound emitting from the lights. Just the sound of the animal crying as it's getting lifted off the ground and into the blue light. The deer disappears and it was gone. The blue beam seemed to detract into the round orb. So the beam that was shooting down detracts into the round light. You watch it as it gets smaller and smaller until it's gone. What was that thing? We need to leave now, Elizabeth cries. You wrap your arms around her to calm her down. She's still shaking. You don't know what to think or what to say. The two of you just had an encounter of some sort of UFO. Let's just, let's just close everything up. I don't think we should leave right now, you say in a shaky voice. We don't even know what that thing was. It was a UFO. We both saw it. Elizabeth exclaims. I know, I know, but I don't think it's safe for us to leave tonight. Let's just wait until the morning, then we'll head out. The, the two of you head right to bed and hold each other, drifting in and out of sleep, hearing every sound. At one point, as you lay there, you notice the blue light has returned. Once again, it's scanning the forest. The two of you automatically jump up and run to the back door. You're crouching down as to hide from the window but trying to look out the window at the same time. You're scared as you could be. This time, it seems closer to the cabin. Holy cow, it's right above the cabin. The blue beam, the light of the blue beam is flowing in through the cabin windows. The two of you are now crouched down to the floor, hiding behind the door. This thing is not even making a sound as it's floating above the cabin. The blue beam sweeps across the room through the back windows. Your pounding heart is the only sound filling your ears. You're still engulfed in the fear as the blue beam is out of the cabin. You're both back at the door to see what was going on. It's not far from the cabin. The beam is still standing, scanning the ground. In the woods, it's, uh, I'm sorry. The beam is still scanning the ground and the woods in the woods as it gets further from you. Uh-oh. Then there's another screech of the animal, of an animal as you see it's getting lifted into the beam and into the round blue light. This time, as you follow the creature into the round light, you notice that there is a dark object behind the large bluish light. It's dark and hard to make out, but the blue light is part of the part of a bigger ship that is silently floating through the night sky. You both watch in terror as the animal, which looks like a raccoon, is taken on board. Then once again, the UFO leaves.
You both sit by the door in silence. You don't know how long you sat there, but as soon as you see the morning light, you both start to load up your car and head out of there. You drive into town and stop at the local diner for breakfast. You sit there quietly, talking about the events of the night before. You are both shaken to your core and wondering if you should tell anyone about it. As you're leaving the diner, you run into the cleaning lady. Are you all enjoying the cabin? She asks. We're leaving, you reply. Is everything okay? She asks concernedly. No, everything was not okay. We spent last night hiding from some object in the sky, stealing animals from the forest. Well, that's odd. Well, that's odd. <laughs> Usually it's the ghosts that scare the people off in Cabin 3. This is the first time I heard of a UFO running people off, she bluntly replied to you. You just shake your head and leave. So, this is the first time I heard of a UFO actually stealing woodland creatures that somebody has actually seen. What do you think they are doing to them, Molly? Are they used for an experiment or making some kind of zoo? Maybe. Do you? In their little uh, planet, they have a zoo. They have a zoo of earthling creatures. Yeah. Well, what if there's other planets and they're getting other creatures? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe they like to eat the deer. And the raccoon? Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're just stunning him? Oh, maybe they're they're making, um, what's his name? Rocket. Rocket yeah. Raccoon from yeah. Guardian of the Galaxy. So maybe they're going to make one of those. Maybe they saw Guardian of the Galaxy. They're like, oh, we can do that. So they went and picked up yeah. a raccoon. That but maybe that's how not deer are created. <gasps> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think it would have done anything if if it got the people in the light? I don't know. Do you <laughs> think that it could be a government project? It could be. I don't know. So many questions. What do you think, Ella? That it's crazy. Well. It's cray-cray. We all have a lot of questions. It's you. And they may or may not ever get answered. answered. But imagine, so you're staying in a cabin right across the street from a cemetery, and and you get scared out by UFOs, and then you see the lady... And she's like, wow, it's usually the ghosts that scare people in yeah. Cabin 3, but then you were scared out by a UFO. Oh, my goodness. That is so that is crazy. crazy and so scary. I don't know what I would do. They just left after that? They immediately they left that. Just, they, they, they were hunkered down by the door, they said, by the back door. But yeah, and then they just left. As soon as they saw the light of day, they left. Stopped at a diner. Stopped at the diner. Yeah. And then... Had some breakfast. I wonder which cabins it was. Well, it was right across the street from the cemetery. But there's lots of cemeteries. Yeah, there is. But it, it sounded like there was three cabins and one burnt down. Yeah. I was thinking it was the one really close by town. Mm -mm. But no, it wasn't that one. No, it's not those ones. I know which ones you're talking about. I know it did. Yeah. But I know which ones you're talking about. It's the one that mom used to clean for. Yeah. But yeah. No, because they said one burnt down. 
unless they added a cabin and one burnt down and but they're so close together yeah yeah but i think there's some cabins beyond that one yeah but there's a bunch of cemeteries here like you said yeah there's a lot up in the mountains remember we came across that one cemetery Mm -hmm. while hiking Mm -hmm. so weird well hiking the appalachian trail right coming in from um coming in from when when me and mom hiked what's the name of that mountain max patch coming in from max patch you you, there's a cemetery you kind of go through i think it's just a couple though just, just along the trail. There's like no houses, nothing around it. But I'm assuming at one time there was a house there. But yeah, cemeteries are in odd locations mm-hmm. here. All over the mountains. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up. Um, remember, if, if you have if you have seen something, say something. And you can contact us at, where are we again? Oh, the Crypt is in Your Backyard on Instagram, Facebook. Um, Instagram is the more popular one that we use mostly, or you can email us at the crypt is in your backyard at mail.com. Wait, where can I email you at? The crypt is in your backyard at mail.com. That's where you can email. The crypt is in your backyard at mail.com. Oh, Ella's still on the kick of who's the funniest. Is Ella the funniest? Say something. Oh my gosh. Let's get the answer to this question, please. please. So. So it's me. we know. It's me. Is it Molly? Is it's it me. Harry? Is it Ghost Cat? It's me. Is it me? Or is it you? Is it? I don't know. It's me. I don't know, but um, we're going to be at the Western North Carolina Bigfoot Festival. Yeah. So make sure you come by and see us. We'll be there with Mystic Tea. Um, it oh, is gosh. May 14th. Yeah, Saturday, nice. May 14th in Marion. It's the Western North Carolina Bigfoot Festival. So be there or be square. And who wants to be square? This dog. It's hip to be square. By Huey Lewis in the News. Do you know that song? Any nope. either one of you? It's um, hip no. to be square. Showing my age, I reckon. All right. So let's wrap this up. Remember, if you see anything, I hope you guys enjoyed the story. I hope you had a super awesome St. Patrick's Day. I wore green. I wore one green sock. You wore one green sock. No, it's not green. No. Nope. I had a green shirt on earlier. Oh. It was a green flannel. Nice. Molly, but now it's in the house. It's just Molly. Molly's got a green sweater. I've got a green She's got green hair. I've got green And she sweater. has green hair. It's peach. It's also peach, purple, yellow. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, green. It's a wool sweater. It kept me warm. It was a warm day. all right so until next week we hope you all have a great week talk to you later oh wait what quote oh what's your quote um i learned a new word at the beginning of this but i already forgot it (laughs) (laughs) um 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 oh you see that godzilla over there yeah he's like oh but nobody can see you doing that how about this one? When something's mutilating your cattle, it's time to go to battle. <laughs> um, it's um, everybody needs a friend. That's from Bob Ross. I saw. That everybody right needs a friend. That's true. Yep. Even if it's the person in your head. <laughs> your inner self. All right. We'll talk to you next week. You have a great week. 
Goodbye. Bye. Bye.